0: and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 195 and it will be about assisted do-it-yourself construction accounting. The fast easy accounting do-it-yourself construction accounting store is open for business as of now. See, most contractors set up QuickBooks desktop version in one of three ways. Number one, most popular, is called the easy step interview inside the QuickBooks uh file setup. Number two is they asked their tax accountant or tax repair to set up QuickBooks. And the third most common way is they attended a how to set up QuickBooks class or seminar. They all run into the same problem. QuickBooks does not work the way they want it to and they spend enormous amounts of time, energy, and money trying to fix it. It reminds me of the the story of, what is a camel? A camel is a horse put together by a committee. So just so we understand, and and I love QuickBooks. I've used QuickBooks since it first came out in 1991. And this is 2016, so yes, I've used QuickBooks for just over 25 years. I love QuickBooks. Desktop, not a big fan of the online. and QuickBooks has gone through a lot of changes. So, briefly, what happens is, starting about about 1991 and moving further closer, we we got to the point where we actually developed our own QuickBooks template to use for contractors. Because, you see, construction accounting and rigor accounting are two totally different animals. It's sort of like saying you have a truck. Well, the little tiny, tiniest, tiniest um, pickup truck, which I don't know, it could be a Datsun or a Nissan or, or Toyota or whatever. But think of the tiniest pickup truck made. That's a truck. Now think of the earth movers in an open pit, open pit mine. Those things are like three stories high. They're both trucks. So, enough said. We put together a QuickBooks template that's more like an open pit mine. It's, it's massive, and it kind of, we have you know, it in multiple different uh, versions. So I'm going to suggest that there's two ways to approach the situation. You can continue to try to set up your QuickBooks desktop, or you can simply buy it. And if you were to go to www.fasteasyaccountingstore.com, again, that's www dot fast easy accounting store dot com you'll see that we have a whole group we just released them actually yesterday it went live and we have a whole group of um, QuickBooks setups for Europe uh, specific construction company it includes anything from a handyman to a journal contractor to a home builder to a commercial contractor all kinds of trade contractors and we're still adding new files to that so it's improving every day. Or if you want, if you have an existing QuickBooks file and you just need the chart of accounts, well we have that too. So it comes in two flavors. One is the entire QuickBooks setup and you just open it up and go to work. So it's kind of like that template that you see EasyStep only actually works. The other version is if you have an existing QuickBooks file you can just import the chart of accounts and sort of clean it up and you're off to the races. It's really quite simple. Just to kind of give you an overview, our QuickBooks setup and standalone chart of accounts store for construction contractors has packages with between 200 and 1,100 accounts. Now it depends really on which type of contractor you are as to what you need. You may only be a 1099 contractor or, or a brand new contractor. Then yeah, we have a bunch of. Um, QuickBooks setups, and chart of accounts that will serve you just fine. We have a whole bunch in there for you know trade contractors, uh, plumbers, electricians, HVAC. And those are pretty complex, because those have both um, residential and commercial items, um, quite a bit more extensive for the trades. Then we also have uh, chart of accounts and QuickBooks setups for home builders. So if you're a spec builder, we have all the work in process there for you in both flavors. Just import the accounts or get a brand new file. If you're a custom builder, same thing. We have all the work in process with accounts. If you're a land developer and you buy raw land and you have a lot of underground um, utilities, you got to get the dirt guys out there to get the utilities in and, and put in uh, streets, curbs, and gutters and all kinds of um, underground utilities. We have an account assemble and chart of accounts and or an entire QuickBooks file. That one is massive because that one includes all the development costs including the WIP and includes um, home construction. So if you're a, la- a lot of, I know a lot of land developers will develop a, a chunk of land, several acres or an acre or what have you and they may do one or two houses themselves, spec houses so we have everything you need and what you don't need you just simply inactivate nothing to it so let me kind of run down some of the problems that people have had Um, the three ways number one easy step interview inside quickbooks setup well if you use the easy step interview in quickbooks you have what i call a size problem because the term accounts and easy step interview is designed to sell QuickBooks, not for you to use QuickBooks. And I say that tongue in cheek because I love QuickBooks. Yes, I have fought QuickBooks. I have gotten into knockdown dragouts with my QuickBooks file. Um, I've learned the hard way, by the way, that yelling and screaming at the computer and threatening it doesn't help. Makes me feel better, but doesn't help. You see, QuickBooks is deaf, dumb, and blind. It doesn't see, hear, anything I do, but that's just a fact of life. You see, the easiest step interview for contractors, if you did that inside QuickBooks, the Sharp Accounts only has 33 accounts. Not the 200 to 1100 that we have. And here's what's critical. People don't know this until they start putting stuff in there. And it gets a little fuzzy. That's a key, it's kind of a nice way of saying, um, QuickBooks can help you. I believe, this is an opinion, not a fact, I believe that QuickBooks is one of the leading causes of Tourette syndrome, because I have certainly used enough bad words over the years. There are 11 things right off the bat it does not come with. Fixed asset accounts, actually 12, I take that back. Fixed asset accounts attract vehicles, tools, equipment, and accumulated depreciation. It doesn't have any other asset accounts. And those are the ones you need to track sturdy deposits, notes receivable, and retention. Has no credit card accounts, and you need those to track purchases, payments, and outstanding balances in your credit cards. And I just want to do a quick segue. If you your bookkeeper are entering your credit card statements via a, a journal entry, you've completely destroyed the value of your financial statements. Because doing it that way, you can't get proper job costing. Number four, other current liability accounts. And those are the ones you need to record loans and and customer job deposits. Because see, if you get a customer job deposit, it's actually a current liability until you've earned the money and you transfer it over to income or sales. Number five is a long-term liabilities account to track vehicle, equipment loans, back taxes, lines of credit. That's just a few of them. Number six are the equity accounts. And that's what you use to track your net worth. It's called the equity, you know, what's the business worth. And a balance sheet, we call it the three O's. There's what you own, your assets. What you owe, your liabilities. And what's left over, or equity. What's the business worth? And also on the equity accounts, there's nowhere to track the owner's time to jobs for job costing purposes. It's a real simple situation if you know how to do it. And if you're an owner, you really need to track your time and allocate it to the job. But there's a way to do it so it does not affect your financials. It only updates your job costing reports. And most contractors know, in case you don't, I'll just bring it to speed real quick. Your financial statements, which is your profit and loss and balance sheet, accounts receivable, accounts payable, and cash on hand, the five at five for five, are not the same as the job costing reports, because the job costing reports are only concerned with guess what, job cost. Whole different animal. Um, number number eight, I'm sorry, number seven, the income accounts. They don't have ways in there in the interview to track sales, change orders, reimburse costs, overhead, and profit. Markup, refunds, mileage, consulting, discounts, and more. And just a quick side note I see a lot of contractor files where they put discounts as an expense. It's not an expense, it's a reduction of the income. And it's really important that you have your financials really make sense. Number eight, and this is probably the most critical area of construction accounting the difference between cost of goods sold and expenses. That's just a huge problem. Okay, so number eight, cost of goods sold. The easy step interview, if you're lucky, will have one cost goods sold account. Uh, and that's fine if you only buy one thing, like you buy one brick and you sell a brick, and you buy another brick and you sell a brick. Um, that's fine. But in cost to good sold accounts you need to be able to track separately and independently, please listen closely. Direct cost of goods sold, and indirect cost of goods sold. Huge difference. And in both of those, you have what I can refer to as LEMOS, which is L-M-O-S. That's a little acronym I made myself, I don't know, 20-some years ago. L stands for labor, M is for material, O is for other cost, S is for subcontractors. And you have direct and indirect labor, material, other costs, and subcontractors. There's also disposable fees, uh, fuel, vehicle repairs, small tools, depreciation, and dozens more things you need to track in your cost goods sold. And be very careful because your cost goods sold accounts and your expense accounts are totally different. Um, Enough said for now. Number nine it does not include expense accounts to track. Marketing, the biggest expense you're going to have. I believe it was Barnum & Bailey who ran a circus know the 1900s. He said, half my marketing is wasted. I just don't know which half. And that really hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, There are ways to get down your marketing pretty tight. And we have a whole system we use for market tracking. But uh, if you're a small company, less than a million dollars a year, it just doesn't pay to spend a lot of money on market tracking. That's an opinion, not a fact. But your expense accounts are are things like marketing, technology, travel and entertainment, do you rent or own your shop and office, personal development seminars, books, DVDs, some online training and a whole lot more expenses. Um, Office supplies, admin, labor, operations, owners, uh, payroll, I mean there's just a whole bunch of things in those expense accounts by the way there is no field payroll and expense number 10 other income accounts those are really important because the other income accounts track the money that comes into your business but listen carefully it's not germane to your business which simply means it's not directly related to the type of contracting work that you do let's say for example you're um, you're a handyman general contractor uh, home builder, a commercial TI contractor, and you bought a, a, a truck for say you know thirty thousand, and you had it for five years, and you depreciated on a five years straight line depreciation. So every year you depreciated by six thousand, and you sold it in the seventh year. Well, guess what? It has what's called a book value of zero. But you sold it, and you got, I'll say five thousand dollars out of it that was a gain in sale of assets that's not an income that's an other income uh... trade discounts are another example of other income you might get an opportunity to get a 2% discount if you pay your supplier by the tenth. It's called 210 no, 30 sometimes you get fee income once a great while contractors even get a bonus or a tip from the customers you sell scrap metal you have income uh, i'm sorry interest income uh, from your savings and checking. Possibly some rebates. Those are all other income accounts. and need to be tracked separately. Number 11 is the other expense accounts. And those are used to track the money that doesn't go out of your contracting company. But it, it, I'm sorry, it does. It does go out your contracting company, but it's not directly related to the type of work you do. For example, loss of sale of assets. Okay, that same truck. It was depreciated at in five years. You bought it for $30,000. Five-year depreciation it's called straight line and you held it for four years so it has a book value of 6000 You sold it for 5000 You have a loss on sale of assets of 1000 It's not an expense, it's an other expense. Anytime you pay credit card interest, um, interest on loans, lines of credit, penalties, late fees, and a whole lot more, those are under-expense accounts. And it's very important that you get this stuff in correctly because it has a real impact when you go to the bank and ask for a loan or line of credit. Because if your financials are set up correctly, you're going to be a whole lot better off and a whole lot happier. Um, that's a whole other subject for discussion. I've done several podcasts on that. And tons and tons of articles at our website, www.fasteasyaccounting.com. Look at that website. It's got a number of um, pages. Uh, I, I believe it's somewhere be- between 15 and 16,000 now. any event, um, number two if your tax accountant set up QuickBooks you have a tax problem. Now I'm going to say right off the bat. I love tax accountants. Tax accountants are wonderful people but they have one purpose prepare and file your annual income tax returns that's it case in point um, I've actually I'm, I'm a construction accountant, and my first degree was in accounting and I, I got that in 1976 and by about 1978 it occurred to me that he who does his own tax preparation has a has a moron or a goofball for a tax repair so since 1978, I have engaged the services of a CPA to file, prepare and file my annual tax returns, business and personal. Best decision I've ever made. Um, and and I love my current CPA. The guy's fantastic. Um, I don't always agree with anything he says and does, but you know what? He's a good guy. I trust him. Tax accountants typically set up QuickBooks chart of accounts to map directly into their tax software which makes it easy for them to download from the bank. And that can destroy a contractor's company because nothing ends up in the QuickBooks where it's supposed to. And it causes contractors to make bad decisions based on bad financial and job costing reports. I can't tell many times, my tax accountant has um, contacted me and said, hey, I've got a new contractor that uh, can use just service chart of accounts. And I say, we have a whole system. We do outsourced accounting. And so too often, a tax accountant will take a half an hour and set up an account, and all they do is an easy-step interview, and then they map everything in such a way that it causes the taxes to be done really fast. So that's the purpose of what we're doing here, is we're going to alleviate that problem. Now, here's a fact of life, and this is a little harsh, and like I said, I, I love tax accountants. Just be know, be aware. A tax accountant can kill more cash flow and profit in your construction company in less than an hour using a mess up QuickBooks file to prepare your construction company annual tax return than you can make up for in sales and hard work in six months if not six years just understand saving you money on your tax bill is not what they're paid to do they are paid to fill out tax returns this is not a bad thing, it is just business 101. People and companies do what they're paid to do. Tax accountants do not understand construction because that's not what they're paid to do and that's not what they're trained in. Helping you save money on your tax bill is not what they're paid to do either. Please don't be confused, i want to repeat that. Helping you save money on your tax bill is not what they're paid to do. They get paid to fill out as many tax returns as possible in the shortest amount of time during the harvest season between January 1 and April 15th. And those boys and girls are working anywhere between 16 and 20 hours a day. It's brutal. But it's the harvest time. So just for the record, my opinion, tax accountants are good people and they have their place. However, they should never be doing anything with regular accounting, or worse yet, contractors, bookkeeping, and accounting services. Now the reverse is also true, I'm going to pick on myself. Um, I have some experience in doing tax returns and we actually stopped doing them and gave them up in 1991, haven't prepared one since, and that was just really simple ones. And that was just for small companies and, and close friends. Uh, like I said, my I've had CPAs doing mine, but we don't—we haven't touched any of them since 1991. Not the annuals. We do the state—I'm uh, sorry—we do the payroll tax returns and sales tax returns and that sort of thing all the time. That's easy. We do that in-house. Not a problem. But the annual, no—you need a tax accountant. Here's my opinion: Construction accountants, myself included, were good people, and yet we should never, ever be repairing annual tax returns for contractors or anyone else because nobody can serve two masters. Either be a tax accountant and serve the interests and desires of the tax colleges and agencies and all tax accountants are agents of the IRS or be a construction accountant who understands contracting and knows the difference between construction accounting and regular accounting and serves contractors like you. The third most common thing that takes place for contractors is number three, they attend a how-to, set-up QuickBooks class or seminar. Now, there's an old adage those who can't do, teach. In some cases this is true. However, some of the best instructors I've ever had came from a project management math, and science backgrounds. Unfortunately, when it comes to accounting, most skilled accountants can earn five times more than their counterparts who teach accounting and put up with an awful lot of abuse. Um, Mostly uh, mental and verbal, not physical. You see, the problem is there's a massive difference between what happens in a textbook or a handout and the real world. I always get a big chuckle out of of the, uh, the handouts and the textbooks, everything works out beautifully. You see, in the real world, it doesn't happen that way. The biggest problem in most classes and seminars that teach accounting is they teach regular accounting. Why? It only makes sense because regular accounting is about 80% of all accounting. Construction accounting is roughly 15%. And manufacturing accounting is roughly 5%. And that's why instructors go with the man in highest. Regular accounting. It's a whole lot simpler too, let me tell you. A person needs to be well-grounded in regular accounting before they even think of delving into construction accounting. You see, construction accounting is not the same as regular accounting but it has some similarities because all accounting uses the same accounting equation. Assets equal liability plus equity. So the accounting equation has three O's. Assets are what you own. Number two is liabilities, that equals what you owe. Number three is equity, what is left over. So really, contractors need three basic reports. Cash, profit, and equity. Cash on hand is pretty simple, that's the balance, the bank balance minus young third checks. That's cash on hand. And I have a little Randallism I like to use. Cash is a fact, profit is an opinion. So watch your cash. Profit loss report, that's really simple. Sales minus expenses equals profit. And it's actually sales minus cost gets sold minus expenses. get the idea the balance sheet report real simple assets minus liabilities equals equity so regular accounting main purpose is to provide financial basic financial reports for annual tax returns and some very rudimentary business decisions so in regular accounting there's only four things I care about accounts receivable accounts payable who owes money coming in who they owe money to Profit and loss in the balance sheet it is practically all is taught in schools, colleges, and universities. I remember back in history, in the Paleozoic Age, just before the Jurassic Park movie was made, and I lived through the Jurassic Park, that's how long I've been around, um, my accounting classes, out of the four years, we spent roughly two weeks on construction accounting, and <laughs> about one half of one day, or maybe it was a day, I can't remember exactly, on manufacturing accounting so let me tell you when i started doing accounting i got a real wake-up call about what the difference was you know working with a lot of contractors and uh, they can be rather um, descriptive and use a lot of action verbs a lot of descriptive adjectives and they make their point really clear so let me just tell you i figured out the difference between regular construction accounting really fast you see regular accounting has these things in common sales one to four categories. Cost goods sold, if they sell products, eh, one to four categories. The expenses are the overhead required to maintain the operations. Break is fairly easy to calculate because there's no direct relationship between income and expenses on every item. It's easy to run reports and determine which items are profitable and unprofitable, and they can make adjustments quickly as needed. Now here's the rub construction accounting is used in a mobile environment. Which means having a contractor's bookkeeping services system that can track the costs the contractors incur related to doing custom work in a strict mobile environment is paramount. See, some of the costs include travel time, mobilization that's packing the tools, equipment, labor, and material at their warehouses, delivering everything to the job, and unpacking it. That all happens before starting the work. And then the demobilization process that reverses the entire process and job is finished. That's pack everything up from the job, take it back to the office. We'll see mobilization and demobilization is a cost of goods sold, as well as the work that's done on the job site. Understand that construction accounting is built upon regular accounting and it shares the same basic financial reports for operating and growing a business and preparing the annual tax returns and making some very rudimentary management decisions. Here's where it gets funny, or it gets um, tough. Construction accounting adds many complex layers of reporting mechanisms to show the contractor where the best customers are within the psychographic and geographic market segmentation boundaries they operate in. Has a lot of information packed on in just one sentence. And yes, you need to understand the psychographic and the geographic market segmentation boundaries where you operate in. And to put that another way, you need to have a good, clear picture on the persona of your top 20% customers. Because 80-20 rule applies. 20% of your customers will generate 80% of your profit. 80% of your customers will generate 20% of your profit and burn up 80% of your time. So it's good to know who to work with. Enough said, um, I've got plenty of information on the 80-20 rule. My website and podcast, that's a whole other discussion. So some of the reports successful contractors use to operate and go to construction companies and know which jobs to pursue and which ones to let go are, this about, well, I'm gonna give you the first, first 10. There's accounts receivable, how much money are you owed, accounts payable, who do you owe and how much to them, profit and loss, the balance sheet, the cash balance, and those are the five KPI key performance indicators. Then in construction you need to know the job costing reports, the job profitability reports, the earned value reports, and for the the builders and, and developers the whole work and process reports, Essence of Rich Reports, Payment Applications, and there's a whole lot more. So I won't delve into the, the, what's involved there. So, construction accounting has five things in common. Sales, instead of one to four categories, has one to 10 categories. Cost of goods sold, with direct and indirect job cost, is a little different animal. Uh, Rigor accounting has one to four categories. And in construction accounting, it can be 25 to 200 categories with thousands of subcategories depending on what type of business you're in. And those subcategories are called um, items in QuickBooks, not actually chart of accounts. So the chart of accounts between 25 and 200. And then there be thousands of items that roll in the chart of accounts. Expenses. Overhead is extremely complex because some expenses in regular accounting are actually costs get sold in construction accounting. Number four, break-even, very difficult to calculate because most projects are one-of-a-kind custom jobs. Proactive contractors have systems and cost libraries with pre-priced assemblies for bidding, which works. Uh, I'm sorry, for bidding, bidding what works in conjunction with their strategic construction accounting. And they use that to provide management with job progress, invoicing, job costing, and job profitability as the job moves forward. It's called phase gating and knowing where you're at on each phase of the project. Number five, job costing and job profitability reporting. Now this is similar to the county Profit and Loss report except that it is specific to a particular job and has different expense codes. Now these reports in combination with the five key performance indicators if you want to learn more about that go to www.fasteasyaccounting forward slash KPI and that's what helps contractors understand which projects to pursue and which ones to ignore. They form the foundation of your business process improvement plan and your construction business strategy. Now. In our templates, we have a variety of them. Um, one of our smaller templates has 233 titles or accounts. And compare that with a 33 in that uh, wonderful little, what can I call it, the Easy Step interview. So I highly suggest that if you... Do yourself do, do it yourself accounting. If you do it yourself, and there's no reason not to, if you do, please check out www.fasteasyaccountingstore.com and see if we have any products that may be of use to you. We have, um, as of this uh, podcast, we're well over 150 and we're adding new ones every day. But uh, right now we have the main ones up there is we have a whole bunch of QuickBooks setups that you can just plug into your QuickBooks and you're done in like 90 seconds. And we have a whole bunch of just chart of accounts. If you have an existing QuickBooks setup and you just want to import the chart of accounts, and that takes about 90 seconds. And the prices vary depending on what you, what you want and what you need. So I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services and or in this case, Purchasing a contractor's QuickBooks Setup, or contractor's quick contractor's uh, charter accounts, is more about just doing the bookkeeping. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company, and helping support you as a contractor, as a person. You see, we understand the good, the bad, and the ugly about owning and operating construction companies, because we've had several of them, and we sincerely care about you and your construction company. Well, that's all I have for now. Please do me the honor of commenting and reading the podcast on whatever medium you're listening to this on. And tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like. Your feedback is crucial, and I thank in advance. It is our sincere belief here at Fast Easy Accounting that contractors like you deserve to be wealthy because you bring value to other people's lives. This is one more example of how Fast Easy Accounting is helping construction company owners all across the USA including Alaska and Hawaii, put money in a bank to operate and grow your construction company. You see, construction accounting is not rocket science. It's a lot harder than that and a lot more valuable to people like you. So stop missing out. By the way, if you'd like to learn what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA. And please feel free to call Sherry at two zero six three six one three nine five zero, or you can email her, sharie at FAST and schedule your no charge one hour consultation. I just want to put a quick plug in. Um, this whole podcast is introducing you to our um, our outsourced, not outsourced, what am I saying here? i got to gather my thoughts. This whole podcast is introducing you to our Assisted Do Yourself a Construction Accounting store where you can actually buy templates and charts of accounts. Okay, And I just want to put a quick plug in if for some odd reason if you're thinking about outsourcing your contracts or booking services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contract or booking service to fit your particular situation. And you can find that at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash HS. And again, if you want to call Sherry for some uh, free one hour consultation, her, her number is two zero six three six one. 950 or you can email her sharie at fast County and schedule your no charge when in consultation thank you very much hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services bye for now until our next episode here on the Contractor success map podcast where we remove contractors unique And the best part, it's all free, just for you.